Hello, Rasa. Hi, Dad. How are you today? Great. Awesome. Are you ready to know everything? Yeah. All right, let's go. I cook a lot, don't I, Rasa? Yes, that is an understatement. <laughs> Do you like the food I make? 99% of the time, yes. Thank you. I like it too. I don't even know if I like it 99% of the time. So that's pretty good. I do most of the cooking around the house, especially these days with mom at work even more than usual. And today I want to share a theory I have about cooking. Okay. Does it involve sugar? <laughs> you could say that. Sometimes it involves sugar. Yes. Okay, then. Here is my cooking theory. The more complex a dish is, the easier it is to improvise. The simpler the dish, the more important it is to follow a recipe. Mm. May I explain? Okay. Here is one example. Black mole, Oaxaca, Mexico's celebrated chili chocolate sauce. In her Oaxaca cookbook, Seasons of My Heart, Susan Trilling lists no fewer than 28 ingredients for this dish. These include plantains, lard, sesame seeds, an avocado leaf, and five kinds of chilies. Oof. There is no way I am getting everything for this dish in Missoula, Montana. In fact, and I can say this from experience because your mother and I spent our honeymoon there, there's no way I'm getting everything for this dish in Oaxaca, Mexico. And even if I did get everything, there's no way I'm preparing and combining and cooking it all exactly as Trilling intends. Her recipe is really a biography of a lifelong Oaxacan cook. I have to live that life to make that dish. I might as well substitute, improvise, cut corners, and cross my fingers. It's chilies. It's chocolate. It's sesame seeds. It's still going to taste good. <laughs> Fair enough. Mole is awesome. But there are simpler dishes too. And with these, I've got a totally different strategy. Consider eggs. That's it. One ingredient. Supremely simple, right? Yeah, you could say that. Maybe. But I have some questions for you. Should the eggs be cooked at high, low, or medium heat? For how long? In heated butter or oil? How much? I don't know. Yeah. With something so elementary, every combination has been tested. There is a right answer. Or, in this case, three right answers. Scrambled eggs should be cooked at low heat. Use a tablespoon of butter for every two eggs. Stir gently as they set with a wooden spoon. Egg fried rice, almost the opposite. Begin by heating a tablespoon of oil for every two eggs in a very hot wok or sloping pan. Add the eggs and they'll set almost immediately in a pancake. As they do, quickly push the eggs up the side of the wok or pan with your wooden spoon. Fried eggs, flip the difference. For these, melt butter or oil over medium-high heat, break your eggs gently into the pan, cover with a lid, and cook three minutes for a runny egg or five minutes for a hard one. You like them kind of runny, right? Yeah. What do you call those? Juicy eggs. <laughs> That's right. You like them juicy. Follow these recipes and your eggs will be 10 times better with the exact same time and effort. Cool. And eggs are just one example of the benefits of following recipes for simple dishes. Another is spaghetti. Use more water 
and more salt than you expect, then cook for less time. And do you know the back of your hand trick for measuring out just the right amount of water to steam rice? What? Nope. You put your hand on top of the rice in the water, and the water should go up to two-thirds of the way up the back of your hand, and that's the right amount of water. You don't even have to measure. Huh. Crazy. And the rice will taste so much better if you put a lid on tight as soon as it boils, turn the heat down to a simmer, and walk away for exactly 20 minutes. You get your own personal cookbook here. <laughs> That's just rice. It's even simpler than eggs, or you'd think. But again, it's been figured out over thousands of years. There's a good way to do it. Know the good way. True. And these techniques don't make something simple harder. They make it better. Because when you cook something simple correctly, nothing is more delicious. And you know my final proof? What? The Joy of Cooking has a recipe for a grilled cheese sandwich. Yes, I love your grilled cheese sandwiches. They taste so good. Simple. Follow the recipe. Complex. Feel free to wander. Are you ready for today's poem? Yes. The poem is When I Have Fears That I May Cease to Be by John Keats. When I have fears that I may cease to be before my pen has gleaned my teeming brain, before high-piled books in charactery hold like rich garners the full ripened grain, when I behold upon the night's starred face huge cloudy symbols of a high romance, and think that I may never live to trace their shadows with the magic hand of chance. And when I feel, fair creature of the hour, that I shall never look upon thee more, never have relish in the fairy power of unreflecting love, then on the shore of the wide world I stand alone and think till love and fame to nothingness do sink. Cool. Do you want to read it? Okay. When I have fears that I may cease to be, before my pen has gleaned my teeming brain, before high-piled books and charactery hold like rich garners full ripened grain, when I behold upon the night-starred face huge cloudy symbols high romance, they think that I may never live to trace their shadows with the magic hand of chance. And when I feel, fair creature of an hour, that I shall never look upon thee more, never have relish in the fairy power of unreflecting love, then on the shore, the wide world, I stand alone and think to love and fame to nothingness do sink. What is happening in that poem? I have no idea. Well, this is a typical writer guy talking, and he's obsessed with a few things. One, gleaning his teeming brain getting everything, all his ideas down on paper. Cool. Yeah. 
And second, getting to fall in love and getting to have a lasting love. One of those is okay, but the other one, I'm not going to say names, but ew. So what does he do? He's obsessed with being famous and he's obsessed with being in love. What does he do as kind of medicine for his obsession? Let's see. He stands alone and thinks. Where does he stand alone and think? On a shore. He stands alone and he thinks. So he goes to a body of water and he looks out and he realizes maybe how small he is, how big time is, how much will happen, and his thoughts of love and his thoughts of fame, what happens to them. They dissolve into nothingness and sink into the lake. Mm-hmm. The nature cure. Have we been needing a lot of the nature cure lately? <laughs> yeah, you could say that. You could just, like, dunk your head in the water. Okay, all done. What have you been doing lately to get off your own obsessions when you're cooped up or you're frustrated that you can't see your friends? Um, I hike the Yeah, hike the mountain by our house? Yeah. Walk the park by our house? And what yeah. do we do today? And today, we went on a paddleboard down the river. Yeah. And how'd it work? Did you feel pretty good afterward? Yeah, great. Though, a teensy, teensy, weensy bit wet. Last segment. Do you have a vexing question for me? Hmm, I do. Somewhere in the depths of my brain. What is it? My vexing question is, how many people could fit space six feet apart in the state of Montana? All right, social distancing. How many people could fit? Let's go to the math. Ba-ba-ba! I've got it. Probably the simplest way to fit people spaced six feet apart is to give each of them their own six by six foot square. Then you stand at one corner of your square, I stand at the corner of mine, and we connect everyone's squares to one another, and each of us is six feet apart. Does that sound about right? Yeah. Well, what's the area of a six by six foot square? What's six times six? 36. So it's 36 square feet. Meanwhile, what's the area of Montana? Well, the area of Montana is 147,000 square miles, which is approximately 4.1 trillion square feet. Oof, I didn't even know trillion was a number. Divide 4.1 trillion by 36, and you get room for 113 billion people. Oof. That's way more than the current world population of 7.8 billion people. So every single person on Earth could actually fit in Montana, space six, or even 20 feet apart. No problem. Oh my goodness. But they need to bring their own food, their own water, and a pretty good pair of hiking boots. (laughs) And they'd have to promise to let bears, moose, and other wildlife sit on their laps. (laughs) It was a pleasure. Getting to share a little bit more of everything with you today. It was a pleasure. It's Martin. Next time, 
You'll be the one dolloping the knowledge onto my brain. Oh, yeah. You Must Know Everything is produced by me, Jeremy Smith, and her, Rasa Smith, with awesome music by Third Insure. Please rate, review, and share the show with friends. Please join us next time for everything you need to know.